back for another episode here. Actually, we're at season two now. We've already surpassed our year-long attempt at trying this for the first year. So our <laughs> inaugural year is out of the way. Uh, so we're season two, episode 12. Uh, we got 11 in last year, and hopefully we can keep that about once a month pace that we're putting on. Um, I know with both our schedules, lifestyles and staying busy and whatnot, it's kind of hard to get together, but been enjoying it, been having fun. Um, At least we're on the same shift now, so it kind of... Yes. Yeah, that first, what, five, six months? Yeah. It was like we had one day out of three to choose from, and that was... Mm -hmm. Out of every three, yeah. So it was like two days a week we had to choose from, and either I was doing something or you were doing something, and it's about dang near impossible to try to get get it together. But um, we've learned a lot. Uh, there's a lot of things we want to do better. Uh, I know our audio, mostly on my part, just just trying to Skype. Uh, you being in Dallas or Fort Worth area, um, me being in Fort Smith. Uh, it's kind of hard to get find a good audio thing. I wish we could. I wish we could meet in a room and just talk face to face. You know, I think like most people, that'd be awesome. But we use what we got, and uh, I know we've had a couple episodes where it's been kind of sketchy. But thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we're trying each each week to or each month to try to be better with our audio and get new things. Once I finally get this mic working with a good head headphones and everything, I think it'll be a lot better. Um, but overall thoughts, man, what do you think about first year of doing this? First time I've ever done anything like this. Man, it flew by. Um, it was a lot of fun. You know, we've had, I think, I feel like personally, in my opinion, we've had some good content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had a lot of fun talking fire department, talking sports, you know, personal accounts of each and, um, you know, bringing in another person or two kind of. To piggyback off what we're talking about, or you know, you had your buddy come in and talk about hockey, and um, you know, we're still hoping to get Mr. Jeff Fry on here. Uh, I've been talking to him a little bit, and I think we're gonna be able to do that hopefully fairly soon. He's a busy man traveling and you know, doing his um, hitting guru certified hitting guru baseball stuff as well, and, and camps and <clears throat> and other stuff, but uh, you know, once I can get my uh, Speaker as well, set up with a laptop, and I think everything starts getting better and better. Yeah, I'll just say audio-wise, we set the bar pretty low, so there's only up from here to go from. <laughs> so the sky's the limit. The sky's <laughs> the limit for us. So yeah, I'd also like to start getting um, merchandise. Uh, my first order is wanting to get uh, trucker caps with the patch logo on there. Um, maybe get it in red or navy blue or something like that. Maybe two colors or something, maybe more. Um, we'd like to start getting some merchandise rolling, getting some of our followers out there and fans out there some stuff. Uh, they can start repping and getting the name out there more. Um, but shoot, I just think it's going to be a fun time. Year two is only going to be better. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, for sure. And it's going to be exciting. You know, going to have a lot. Now we've got a better idea of know what we're doing like we said it's gonna i think it'll take off and get get more followers and you know start getting more people mm-hmm. i'm game i'm game uh we'll do a quick uh recap of all our platforms uh on here we use rss.com which is kind of a, a 
podcast platform. We had uh, 620 downloads, uh, 11 followers. Our episode one was the most viewed at about 149 downloads. I uh, went to the map. It shows where all people downloaded from, and we've been on four continents and 13 different countries. Heck yeah. Um, TikTok, we got about 30 followers on there with uh, 1,189 likes. Uh, we have about 12 videos and about 20,611 video views. So those are doing pretty good. Uh, Instagram, 26 followers, 20 posts. Man, it's just one of those just wanting to throw out content and just get people information on things that they might not know. That's what it's all about. Oh, for sure. And, you know, they walk in the station sometimes like, hey, uh, listen to your, you know, to your, your newest episode, you know, pretty cool. You know, so yeah. we got some some guys that I'm sure your department, my department, that, that listen to it. You know, they mm-hmm. kind of razz on some stuff that we say, but hey, you know, yeah, we'll see if they didn't. Hey, we're here about the controversy. You know, that's one of our staples. You know, here for firefighting controversy and conversations. You know, and I got a few guys too that were like, hey, if you need someone to talk about this, call me. You know, or if you need to talk about that, you know, I'd like to be on there. You know, so I think it's pretty cool that. You got some of your peers that are actually listening and and taking notes. I know a guy from our church. He he drives trucks a lot for deliveries, and he's like, man, he's like, that's all I listen to when like when it comes out. And I just my, <laughs> my routes and everything. I see, said I put it on and listen to it. So it's pretty cool hey, hearing him. And just remember that just let it burn. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I still yeah. catch uh, I catch those like, man, you can't say that. It's like, hey. I never said with people inside, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're out of the house, and we're taking care of the mess. It's fine. Yes, we're, we're, that's what our, let us do our job. That's in our job description. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, if you're not following us, um, go subscribe. I think, uh, I don't know where all that platform sticks it to. The I know Spotify for sure, Apple Podcasts. There's about 10 other platforms that it puts it on. So Spotify is our main one. If you're not, go follow us. Uh, TikTok, High Heat Podcast, Instagram, same name. Uh, go follow us on all those. I throw, I usually throw some controversy TikToks on there. Um, so get people stirred up, get them talking, uh, just get their ideas and stuff. So it's been a fun year, man. It's been a fun year. Like you said, it has flown by and it's been quick. Uh, like I said, just looking to grow. And even if we don't, I'm still having fun and still going to plan on doing it. So I enjoy taking a few hours out of the day and writing down notes and talking sports man oh absolutely best of both worlds yeah so i think uh i think we had a couple of, of the firefighter stories we want to talk about or yeah, we, we seem to kind of go few and far between but it's one of those two to where sometimes you don't know if people want to hear stories or not but we're gonna throw some in there so if you want to start go ahead i was gonna say let's uh let's start with yours and we'll end up a little um humor yeah. on the second yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we might need some humor after that so <laughs> Yeah, it, was just, it didn't happen to me, but it was a station of ours. They were cleaning up a lot back behind their station. It looked a little trashy and everything. And uh, they went back there and tried to clean it up and caught a whiff of something. They're like, man, that smells like, you know, dead body. Like you, you get used to, not get used to it, but you get familiar with that smell. And it's a different smell for sure. It's not like a, a poop smell from an animal or dead animal smell. Like it's totally different. And um, don't recommend for anybody to smell that but they got a call and had to leave and then when they came back they're like hey i don't feel right it just doesn't sit right with me that we smelled that so let's go back there and start looking they go back there and find a little trail where kind of like a 
Bumville. They made a little residency back there in the woods or whatnot. And so they followed that trail a little further back, a little further back. And then finally the smell got stronger and stronger. And one of the guys was like, hey, found the person or whatever we're smelling. And um, it looked like a Halloween decoration. If you, it was sitting anywhere else, I don't think anybody would have bothered unless it smelled a bit bad. And, but um, it looked like a Halloween decoration. And he'd been there for about two weeks. And I couldn't imagine being the one to find that. And yeah, so they had to wait around for coroner and police and come. They had to come take him down and everything. But it was just like whatever. It was like two weeks out in the wild to a body does some crazy stuff. It's crazy how fast uh, decay works. And, um, when, I'm glad I'm not on that call. So that's a wild one that went around the department for a little bit. But yeah, glad I wasn't on that one, especially with the smell. You could put Vicks up your nose, put a mask on and another mask, and it still seeps through. I don't know how or what, but it's one of the worst, if not the worst smell ever. Oh, yeah, it, it's terrible. You know, you've come yeah. across those calls where you walk in, you're like, yep, somebody's in there. Yeah. It ain't going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can put us on a little lighter <laughs> note. That one's a little dark, but yeah, I think yours is pretty, yours is pretty good. Couple of weeks ago, I was uh, I was reading some notes on different calls through one of my apps, and one of our stations downtown got a request. You know that they requested PD to the station. I got to reading, and it said "naked man running through the station." I, huh, this is interesting. So finally, I got the story. One of the local bums around there just decided to. Walk in the station, started his laundry, and one of the guys was sitting there watching TV in one of the recliners, and apparently was looking at him, oh, this is where y'all hang out, just butt naked. And, uh, you know, he, he, they said he just kind of had a lost for words for a minute, and all of a sudden kind of got a handle on what was going on, and you know, nobody, obviously nobody wanted to touch the guy, so they just kind of radioed for, for PD to come assist them, and, but... It's like, man, if that was me. I'm going to go do some laundry. I'm going to find a shower, get in it, and then just, you know, take me a good old shower, too, before you start walking around making your presence known. But, yeah, we, uh, we, we kind of had a little laugh around there, so now we kind of keep our bay doors a little, a little extra tighter so they're not wide open during the middle of the day or too late at night so people can't just walk in. Yeah, Uh <laughs> You could imagine just him hearing a shower running, everybody sitting around the table like, who's here? Like, what's going on? Yeah, that'd be wild. I I couldn't imagine just seeing someone naked right in front of you at, at work. Like, just, what, what are you doing, bro? Like, like am I dreaming? What, wait, time out. What's going on here? Yeah. So was he He was washing his clothes? I guess that's why he took all his clothes off to wash it. That's yeah, what he was doing, took off all his clothes, all his belongings, everything, and just started washing clothes. Did they let him at least finish, or...? Nah, I don't know. I didn't get that far in it. Gave him his wet clothes back. We're like, bro, no, you can't. No. Or at least put these underwear on. We'll dry the clothes and give them to you. Right. Or, you know, here's a towel at least. I mean, jeez. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Man. You know, yeah, I'm just glad to put my station. Just those downtown stations, I never know what's going to happen down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't, you don't ever know. But yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm just like I said, I'm glad I didn't have to see that. I'm, I don't know which one I'd rather see. Probably neither, but right. I don't know if I see a naked bum or not, that'd, that'd be wild. Just especially when it's relaxing. You're not, not prepared to see that, you know. Yeah. 
But uh, that'll bring us. Go ahead. Imagine dropping a fire tone, you come around the corner and run into a naked man. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse you. What What are you doing here? <laughs> he hops on the truck with you. <laughs> He's Exciting, riding the tailboard. He's riding the tailboard. You see this naked guy <laughs> holding on to the handle, riding around, waving old glory, you know, at people. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would make national news for sure. Oh, you know, somebody would, would film that. Oh, absolutely. You'd be like, why is everybody yelling at us as we're driving by? <laughs> Waving and hollering? What, what's going yeah, on? That'd be hilarious, man. Yeah, the story could have got a lot better if that happened. That would have been awesome. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to our first topic. We're going to dive into some NCAA football. Um, it's been a fun five weeks, I think. Five weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, been a wild five weeks. There's been some ups, some downs for some teams. There's a lot of undefeated teams so far. Um, I think once we start getting into conference, we're going to start seeing those uh, diminish a little more. Um, from the beginning of the year, we took an AP poll, had the top 25, but we're just going to do top 10 right now. Um, you got Georgia. All these are undefeated until I get to Notre Dame at 10. So you got Georgia, who's ranked the same as what they were at the beginning. Michigan is the same. Texas has moved up eight spots. They're now in the three spot. Uh, Ohio State dropped one. It's down at the four spot. Uh, Florida State moved up to the fifth spot. So they came up three spots from the beginning of the year. Uh, Penn State uh, moved up. I think it was one. Yeah, one spot. Uh, Washington moved up three at seven. Oregon moved up seven spots at eight. Uh, USC dropped three spots. They're now at nine, and Notre Dame is moved up three spots, but they're sitting at five and one. They're the only one-loss team in the top ten. Um, so out of those uh, eight more teams after the top ten are still undefeated, you have OU sitting at 12, uh, Washington State at 13, North Carolina at 14, uh, Miami at 17, Kentucky at 20, Missouri at 21, Fresno State 24, and my alma mater, Louisville, at 25. So, got a lot of good teams out there, I guess. I mean, a lot of, either they haven't played anybody or they're just that good. So, I know there's a few that are going to drop out after, like I said, they start playing conference or rivals. You know, I think Kentucky Louisville will play pretty soon. Uh, Texas OU's coming up this weekend. Um so you're going to see a lot more, a lot less undefeated teams. Um, which one are you most surprised by that's still undefeated or moved up into the top 10? One that I'm most surprised by. Man. I, I'm kind of worried about Georgia, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know, that they're a good team, but something is just amiss with them right now. They're not put up the points, but also they're giving up points to teams they really shouldn't be giving up points to. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, I think they play Kentucky next week. Is that right? I think so. Or they're playing Tennessee yep. pretty soon, too. They play Kentucky next week. I mean, okay. they have so favored by 15, but, I mean, Kentucky's looking pretty good. Yeah. They were pretty sound handling Florida uh, last week. And yeah. Florida's beat some good teams, too. They beat yeah. a few teams. Um, yeah, they got Kentucky uh, this coming weekend. Then they got Vanderbilt, Florida. And then they got top-ranked Missouri at 21. Mrs. Ole Miss at 16. 
uh, Tennessee at 22. Um, so, I mean, it's not like your top 10 teams, but it's still pretty good teams that they're going to have to face. And I think they've been holding on for as long as they could with playing Ball State, UT Martin. Yeah. You know, um, they did they did only win by 10 against South Carolina, uh, 24 to 14. And then they play UAB the next weekend. So, I mean, it's like it only beat Auburn by a touchdown. So and back from the majority of that game. Yeah. And I could see them, you know, I could see them losing maybe two. Yeah. Um, I hate to put that on back-to-back defending chance, but you lose a lot of guys to the draft and you're starting QB. Um, like you said, they just didn't look – they don't look like the dominant Georgia that's been the last two years. Nope. Um, but uh, I'd say Texas has got the most clout moving up from – I think it was 11 or no. Yeah, 11 to three. Uh, good win over Alabama. Um, they looked good against them, but then I think they handled Kansas pretty well, which they were a top 25 team. Um, so we'll see how good Oklahoma is compared to Texas this weekend at the Red River rivalry. Say that five times fast. That's always an hard day. Uh, my personal opinion, OU should be at 10. Notre Dame and Alabama should be after them. The way OU's gone out and handled and taken care of business. Uh, I'm sorry. It's like, the way it should be. I don't. You don't get to say this much, and I don't know if I've, we've ever been able to say this. Being from Oklahoma and an OU fan, um, we're one of the top defenses in this nation, which is yeah. Usually, never get to say that. Usually, it's we're the top offenses, and then we just outscore people. Um, but lately, um, we might not be scoring as much as we usually do, but people aren't scoring as much as they usually do. So, I mean, that's something we've always needed. We needed D backs, um, corner safeties all those guys, and it looks like they're finally starting, the recruits are finally starting to come in. Uh, and, but, yeah. The, Go ahead. the team that I'm disappointed about is LSU. Yeah. You look at it, they have a dynamic team. Mm-hmm. You look at it again, they're very inconsistent, obviously, at three and two. Do I think they deserve top 25? Absolutely not. You look at everybody else, yeah. undefeated or one loss. Well, let's throw LSU just because they're LSU in the top 25. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah, that's where you say you kind of go by quality of loss, I guess, and not really the actual record. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're they're sitting there above some 5-0 and o teams, you know? Yep. And it's like, how do you put them up there above them? And it's just, I don't know. I don't know what, what their criteria is when they're ranking people or whatnot. Like you said, is it just because they're LSU? You know, I mean, you got a one loss team. You said Notre Dame before an OU. You got an Alabama before an OU undefeated. I'm not saying like OU's way better than them, but I'm just saying you got a win loss. Yeah. It's like if you're five and oh, you should be above a four and one, five and one mm-hmm. record team. I can see, I could see a one loss. If you've played five games and you're four and one being above a four and oh team, I can see that. Yeah. You've got one game under your belt. Unless the quality of the loss outweighs the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, if you went out and just got curb stomped one game into a game that you should not have, you know, lost in. Yeah. Then take it as you want. Then, you know, you, you drop down. But you're not going to drop in Alabama because they're Alabama. Yeah. Kind of like LSU. You're not going to throw LSU out of the top 25 because they are in LSU. And they've lost to Florida State and who else? 
Um, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah, you got a. Uh, let me see where they're at. LSU is ranked. What 23. 23. Yeah, you got them. I mean, Fresno State and Louisville, who are both 5 and O's. You know, I'm not saying that they didn't play anybody, but still, you've lost two games. Doesn't 5 and 0 mean something? I mean, you still got to win games, right? Yep. And then you got a couple one loss teams Notre Dame, Alabama at 10 and 11. Uh, you got Oregon State and Ole Miss at 15, 16 with one loss, with Miami, Florida 4 and 0 at 17. I don't know how you got Kentucky at 20 when they're 5-0. and Yeah. They should be up there at least behind North Carolina at 15. Yeah. You know, if and not the way higher. They, and the way they handled Florida. Yeah. Yeah, they dominated Florida. What Stoops has been doing there. I think he's the second longest tenure SEC coach behind Saban. Um, he's been there for like 10 or 11 years. And really turned that program around because they were just known for basketball for the longest time. And then Finally put football on the map for them. Uh, it's been an accomplishment for them, which not trying to give Kentucky too much praise, how much it hurts me to say good things about them. <laughs> but I'll give credit where credit is due. Um, but, yeah, how do, you, how, do you, how do you put a three and – how is a three and two team in the top 25, you know, when you got all these one-loss and undefeated teams in there? Now, well, granted no, – go ahead. I was going to say what, like a one-loss – is Maryland – you know, they got one loss. Kansas State, they got one loss. A&M, they got one loss. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you got Tennessee at one loss. Duke, Utah, Ole Miss, Oregon State all at one loss. Bama, Notre Dame, one loss. I mean, the Notre Dame, they their one loss is Ohio State, which I get that. And they should have won that game. They had a couple picks there at the last drive that they should have picked off. Great game, good fought battle. Ohio State did what they needed to do to get the win. Um, See, the quality of that game, yes, I can agree that it keeps them up. Yeah, they lost by a yard at zero seconds left is what it came down to, you know. And they had, what, 10 guys on the field versus? 10 guys on the field, yeah, that hurts. Yeah, Yeah, that hurts. Um, You got Notre Dame-Louisville coming up, though, so that should be a big test. I mean, Mm -hmm. 5-0 Louisville, 5-1 Notre Dame. Notre Dame's had a crazy stretch, man. They played Ohio State. uh, They played Duke, I think, last Saturday. Or last night, sorry, and won, came back. um, And then they got Louisville next, I mean. They win that game. They definitely should move up. You know, so I'm just in top ten if they lose. You know, I mean, do you move them over a five and zero, six and zero, you know, team? I mean, Ohio State's only had four games. Florida State's only had four games. So I mean, do you move a six and one over a five and zero or a, you know? Oh yeah. I, I guess uh, another test this week will be four and one Alabama against four and one A and M. Yeah. And at Kyle Field. Yeah, fun. that's always a tough place. Yeah, Bama's got a long road ahead of them. I don't, I, I don't see them running the table um, with how many more good teams they play. Um, they might finally be settling into their quarterback, uh, but I don't know. They just, they're up and down. They're not as consistent as they usually are, or dominant mm-hmm. as they usually are. Not saying that Saban can't get them straight, but it just seems like there's some holes and. Um, Maybe he can get them passed before the end of the year or during the year. Maybe not, but it just seems like it's going to be kind of a different-looking playoff picture, I think, this year than the usual. Oh, for sure. Um, is it this yeah, year or do they expand the playoffs? This year is the final one with four, and then next year is with 12, where they do 
top four get a bye, and then the bottom eight play each other. Okay. And then those winners go play the top seed. They'll reseed and then play the top four seeds. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the, I'd say the biggest bust so far has uh, been Clemson. They were ranked nine. And now they're out of the top 25 at three and two with losses to Duke and um, Florida State, which Florida State, they were beaten. So that's tough. I mean, do you put a Clemson there instead of an LSU? Both teams lost to Florida State. I don't know who LSU's other loss was to. Who was their other loss to? Yeah, Ole Miss last night. Ole Miss last night. So, do you measure Duke, Duke to Ole Miss? I don't think you put either one in there. Yeah. I mean, I, I concur with that. You got two losses, you're out of the top 25. Yeah. I mean, as much as I hate saying it, I mean, A&M's 4-1. and one. Yeah. You know, I think K-State has a loss. Maryland has a loss. So, I mean... I'm not sure. Can or does Kansas State have two losses? I'm not 100 percent sure. I think they have. I can't remember. I think they have two, maybe. But I mean, there's a bunch of other teams that have better records that they don't. No, well, Kansas know, State's three and one. Three and one. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean they their only loss coming to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. No. They lost to. Are they three and one? Oh, Missouri. Yeah. Missouri, Missouri on a field goal, like a sixty-two yard field goal or something. That yeah, that's Fifty-seven right. yard field goal. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, so Missouri's top twenty-one. So you got one loss, Kansas State, who lost to a top twenty-five team, and they're not even in there. So I mean, I don't know. They'll have a tough one this weekend against Oklahoma State. <laughs> You're bragging about how they didn't lose this weekend. Yeah, because they didn't play. <laughs> hey, count that I mean, as a victory. You, you go out and lose to South Alabama 33-7 on your home turf. I'd be so mad if I paid for a ticket. And then you turn around and crap the bed against Iowa State. Mm. I mean, granted, you're in Iowa State, but, I mean, she's... Yeah. Yeah, that one was bad. Uh, yeah. South Alabama, thirty-three to seven. Huh? Oklahoma State does not have a quarterback. Hmm. It's by committee. Yeah. They're, let's see. Their Just top start... quarterback has five hundred and thirteen yards for the season. They have well, only. I mean... They have less than nine hundred combined passing yards. Hmm. Less than 500 combined rushing yards. Yeah, can't do that. No. Kind of sad to see this is going to be the last time probably Bedlam happens. You know, yeah, it'd be like uh, UT and A&M, how they disappeared for a while. Yeah, that's Uh, wild to me that you had those going on for so long. Yep, I was reading the preseason stuff, and they were favoring, I don't know how now, they were favoring OSU to – Finish in the top of the Big 12. Now I'm looking at that like, um, uh, well, last year they had TCU was like ranked seventh, weren't they? They're were trying to get TCU's ranked seventh and goes to the national championship game. Mm-hmm. Which I was at that game last night. The TCU yeah. West Virginia game. That was a good one, wasn't it? It was. West yeah. Virginia won 24 21. Nice. Came back. Uh, the first meeting with the Bedlam. Happened in 1904. Mm, 
That's a shame. Yeah. That was football. Track was 1900. Wow. So, yeah, first meeting was November 6, 1904. Oklahoma 75, Oklahoma A&M back then, zero. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, 117 total meetings, all-time series. Oklahoma leads. A lot to a little. 91, 19, and 7. So, yeah. Come on, play it for another nine years and get to 100 wins. Yeah. There you go. Um, been to a couple, been on a couple either sides. Um, they're fun to go to. They're awesome. I think I was there when, uh, it came down to OUOSU. That game decided the big 12 championship. I think it was in Norman. I think Baker was playing. It was a little rainy and cold, but it was fun. Um, I think I've been to the one at, at in Stillwater and that's fun too. So, I mean, hate to see that rivalry. Just go, just, just. Always been around, always been there, you know, with all this conference change and everything, a lot of stuff's going to die. A lot of new rivalries is going to start, but you're never going to have the 1904 100-something meetings ever again, you know, so. It's a shame. Yeah, it is. It sucks to see it go, but who uh, who's your favorite now looking at the new top 10 after five weeks? Who do you think looks good, who looks solid, who looks questionable? I already said, uh, you know, Georgia's looking questionable. Mm-hmm. Man, not a big fan of their quarterback. Michigan's looking good. Yeah, I'm still sticking with Michigan. That was my pick. You know, Texas. Week zero. Texas looking like Texas, like of old. Um, Ewers, I think he's been struggling a little bit. I don't, has he thrown a touchdown pass? I know he's been. No idea. I know they've been getting a lot of rushes. Yeah, think, he's been solid, though. I mean, doing what he yeah. needs to do. So, I mean, I don't – I, mean, I mean, he's got almost 1,400 passing yards on the season. Yeah. You know, and uh, let's see. Okay, he's thrown 10 TDs. I think he had a little bit of a stretch where uh, he didn't throw one. But I think he finally threw his first interception the other day. Mm. I'm just glad he got rid of that beard and that mullet. Oh, uh, man, it was that nasty. That beard was bad. It's probably hurting his neck. <laughs> That's part of the uniform. You can get pulled down by that thing. That's yeah, that's totally legal. I mean, either that or his NIL deal. Do I save that or pulling it? Yeah, probably from like <laughs> super cuts. Now, NIL now he deal. looks like a respectable young guy. Yeah, he looks like he could get a job. <laughs> that's totally different. Though, going to a buzz cut after having a long mullet, man. Man, I, I think uh, Oregon is turning out to be a sleeper. I mean, we, I feel like we say this every year. Oregon looks great, and then they finally play someone out of conference, and it doesn't look too great. But, I mean, they did look good against Colorado. I'm not saying Colorado was much of a challenge. Um, I knew they were kind of overhyped, but still was rooting for them. But they kind of made up for a little bit with USC. They didn't look good at the first half, but second half got some respect back. I hated seeing Utah lose Oregon State. I hated that one. That game was brutal. It's like seven nothing going into half, and then yeah, it'd be like seven. Yeah, yeah. Utah didn't look good at all. They're really hurting with that quarterback hurt. Yeah, they did that dual quarterback for a while, and then when that one guy went out, yeah. I, I feel like they haven't been the same old machine that they usually are. Uh-uh. I, I think USC may be in trouble. Yeah, you know, they're winning handily in uh, Colorado. 
flirts with uh, an upset. You know, USC looks like hmm. last five years of OU. Score 50 points and they look at the coach. Yeah, score 50 points and give up 42, you know. So, yeah, yeah, it looks like the same. It looks like just a different uniform. That's all it looks like. So, Mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to see a more defensive minded with Venables in there. Um, You know, he's a guru, one of the best. Um, So, it's good to see some defense for once and and have him in there. Yeah. Huh? Why Clemson's been struggling defensively a little bit. They're missing old Venables, man. That's tough. That's a tough guy to replace. Tough yep. guy to replace. Um, I think Ohio State's going to drop one or two. Uh, they'll probably lose to Michigan again, and then maybe somebody else. They've looked sketchy, you know, a few games. Yep. Game against Indiana, it looked like back and forth until the end. Yep. Last fourth quarter, then they took over. Ooh, um, I think Penn State beats them. You think so? Yeah. I hope they do. I root for Penn State. I just keep but, kids play. They did have a great win against Notre Dame. Can't take that away from them. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think Florida State's been walking a tight tight rope too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, they're playing in the ACC, which is not – I mean, you got North Carolina and Louisville in there, but I think Louisville's been squeaking by. They probably shouldn't have beat NC State last night or two nights yeah. ago. They played on Friday. Um, if Notre Dame can run the table, they might be up there, to be honest with yeah. you. Is Duke ACC? Yeah, they are. That's right. They're, they're top 20. Yeah. Miami's up there, top 25. I don't know how they do with the North or South side, uh, conference of in the ACC. I don't know divisions, what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, but, Notre Dame has Louisville and then USC the week after. Mm, that's going to be USC's first loss right there, calling that. I can, I can get behind that. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping the USC Colorado. I kind of hope both teams could lose. <laughs> yeah, they both tried, didn't they? Yeah. Let's see, Florida State. Florida kinda, State's got. They got Miami on November 11th. They got Duke. They got Duke on the October 21st, and that's about it. Yeah. And Florida, if they can pull their head out of their butt. Yeah, they'll have North Alabama, though, the week before prep for Florida. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Florida's like, they'll beat a top-ranked team, then they'll lose to a non-ranked team. And it's like, dude, just figure it out. Like, either be good or don't. <laughs> Quit yep. riding that roller coaster. Yeah, so I think that Ohio State-Penn State game's going to be up for grabs. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Penn State plays Michigan November 11th. Yeah. So Michigan, uh, Michigan's just firing on all cylinders, man. I'd, they keep that up. They're, they're one of the few teams that kind of returned almost everybody, especially a starting quarterback, mm-hmm. and already had all the pieces there. And they're, they're not trying to figure things out. Yep. So they're already they already got the car in gear before other people have got the key in the ignition. So um, for a team that could have you know gone downhill with their coach being suspended, they have. Made a statement. It's like, you're suspending our coach. Okay, well, we're going to walk through the league. Yeah. Yeah. That would be tough to fight. I think this is one of the first times that uh, each uh, conference was represented in top five or top four, was it? Like, ACC uh, had a top five. Uh, top SEC five. had one. Big 12 had one. And Pac-12 had one. And Big 10. So, like, the top five 
were yeah. one from each conference. It was like the first time in like 20 years or something that that's ever happened. I think that's pretty cool that we got different teams from different conferences instead of just being like SEC, SEC, Big Ten, Big Ten, you know, or something like that. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I'm gonna stick stay with my guess. I'm still going with Michigan. Um, okay. Texas is gonna have a tough road. Yeah. Like I said, it, it hurts me to say stuff like that, but they look solid. Um, they might have a chance to make the Final Four, and then I'll go with something like maybe if Notre Dame can run the table, I can see them in a Final Four, and then it's gonna be between a um, a Pac-12 team, maybe like Oregon, Washington, USC. Yeah. Which I think USC is gonna lose. So I'll, I'll say probably probably Oregon probably surprise you and stick in there so i think uh georgia writes the ship you're gonna have a georgia michigan texas and very well could be oregon final four yeah you know it's it's just who do you throw in that four hole yeah it it really it'll come down to in last week of the season who had the uglier win on how Mm -hmm. the rankings will go yeah yeah. Well, if you think about next year, if it if it if it went to playoffs next year with the lineup that they have now, um, you'd have top four: Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Ohio State with a bye, and you'll be having Florida State probably playing OU, yep. Penn State playing Bama, yep, um, Washington, Washington playing uh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, yeah, and then you just go down the list like that. Think about those games going down. Um, Bloodbaths all around. Yeah. So you see those four games from the bottom eight playing each other, and then you come back up and play four more games between the top four and then the winners of the bottom eight. So that'd be pretty exciting just seeing that 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 list right there, you know, how many good teams gonna be in there. It definitely would be leave no doubt of who who should be winning, so or who should be crowned. To me, if you ask me right now, Michigan is my number one team in the country. Yeah, I'd agree with you. They have not given up more than seven points in a game. And I know they've played East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska. But still. Yeah. Who's their next game? Um, Minnesota. So they're going to ease on into the old Big Big Ten. Yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota's, they're usually kind of, they like to upset people. Yeah. Indiana, then you got your rival, Michigan State, which anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Their first ranked team they play is Penn State, November 11th. So, then you got your Ohio State game at the end of the year. It always seems to be big implications of who wins that's going to go to the, usually the Final Four or at least the Big Ten Championship or whatever. Do they do a Big Ten championship, or do they just do regular? Uh, no, I think they do a championship. I think they do, too. They'll do, like, an East and West division. Yeah. Um, we'll see. That's week five. We'll come back in maybe a couple more weeks, maybe week nine or ten, and reevaluate and see where we're at and what, what, what we've got right or what we got. We won't talk about what we got wrong because we don't get anything wrong. Uh, <laughs> we just get misdirected. Yes, we just get misguided. So... Yeah, that'll bring us into some big talk here, which we now can talk about, because last time we tried to talk, it was during draft day, um, fantasy football. Yeah. How are you feeling about your fantasy team? Man, I am feeling... I feel, I feel like you got a good team. 
I feel like he got a good team. It's just well, one of those. scored like 134 points the first week and still lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's All the worst. I played, I played the wrong quarterback. If I had played Tua, I would have won. Oh, it always happens. It's one guy, and he just like lets you down. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you said like 155 points right now, two and one record, you know. What's worse is there's some people that like scored like 150 something and then they lose to a guy that scored 170 and that's that's the worst way to go. I'd rather score like 70 points and be like just just take me out of my misery instead of score 160 and lose to 170. Right? I think I think I won this week. I scored over 150. Yeah, you're saying 155. Um, I think it's 100% winner already because the oh, guy yeah. playing is 126. Yeah. Um, I just had my home score a touchdown. I can't remember what league. It's in the other league, not your league. So we're good. Yeah. Um, I, I almost, I almost played two of today. I was like, man, there's no way they can keep it up. And, you know, after Denver got railed last week, I was like, well, I'm going to give Justin Fields another chance. Yeah. By the way, it's a bust. Yeah. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what's worse is having two teams like this week. Mm-hmm. I got AJ Brown on one team and then I'm playing against AJ Brown. I'm like, Ugh. Score like 12 or 15. Like, just give me middle of the road so he doesn't tear me up on one team, but he gives me some points on another one. So that's the worst being in two leagues is just like, man, rooting for one, rooting for another. It's brutal. But I'm two and one. In, I'm two and one in one league, and I'm three and zero oh in another. So I yep. can't really complain. If uh, if Austin Eckler could get healthy, man, I'd have Eckler, Kyron Williams, and Jacobs. Dude, that's with filthy. Mostert as my fourth back. I mean, that's I'm filthy. That. Yeah. Well, shoot, crazy. did you see uh, freaking McCaffrey today? Oh, yeah, I had him in my other one. And, uh, dude, he had 30-something points in the first half, 31, yeah, he, 33. He had their like first that. three touchdowns or something like that? Yeah, he had he had four of them. Yeah. Yeah, we don't – when's the next time we play? We don't play till week 11 is when we first play. Ooh, okay. It's a long ways away. But, yeah, um <laughs> – I'm going to do top ranking positions, which isn't including the game tonight, which Chiefs and Jets are playing right now, um, not including them, and Giants, Seahawks, which playing tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, the uh, Chiefs are up 17 nothing on the Jets right now, so I'm sure Patrick's moved up on these stats. But top QB points for fantasy, who do you think is number one? Who do I think is number one? For QBs. Oh, which I is think the, I put, I is, put is it lefty from Miami. No, I think I put this in right because I went to players on our ESPN app and I typed in filters, which all available top points. Yeah, it's Jordan Love. Really? With 85 or uh, 85 points. Yeah, I did not expect that at all, especially watching him first half of the uh, uh, last night's game. Yeah, he's got a 23-point game, 20-point game, 24-point game, and a 17-point game. Then at eight touchdowns, three interceptions. Okay. And he's probably sitting around two, four, six, about 900 yards passing already. Okay. So he's at first with 85 fantasy points. Herbert's second, 72, and Cousins is at 70, um, third with 70, which Mahomes was at 66 points, but doing his game tonight – He's probably going to jump up into probably second place behind Love. Yeah. Um, running backs, you got Mostert, 84, because he had a giant game the other day. Uh, McCaffrey sitting at 71, and Montgomery sitting at 60 points. 
Uh, Walker plays Walker the third plays tomorrow. He's setting sixty points, so he's going to jump in the uh, top three uh, yeah. after, after tomorrow. Uh, wide receivers, you got Allen, Keenan Allen, uh, 90, 90.7. Tyreek Hill at ninety point two. Uh, Jefferson setting at seventy six. And then tight ends. Who you who you guess is your top tight end scoring tight end? Top tight end. Stop scoring. I don't know, Detroit's. Laporta? Yeah. That's him. He's got 52 <laughs> points. He's got 52 points. I think he's a rookie, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's sent at 52 points. And then Hawkinson sitting at 51. And then a huge jump to third, Henry, sitting at 37 points. Really? Once again, Kelsey's playing tonight. He's already missed a game, but that's so he's count two games. Kelsey's got 32 points. Um. Yeah. He's missed one from injury, and then he's playing one right now tonight. So, defenses, you got Cowboys, Bills, Steelers, uh, 49, 49, and 35. And then kickers, you got Elliott for the Eagles at 41, Moody at 40, and Aubrey at 39, which, have you heard Aubrey's story? It's a pretty unique story. That is, that's a sweet story right there. Well, why don't you touch on it? Let, let's hear it. Well, Aubrey was a professional soccer player. I couldn't tell you the name of the team he played for or whatnot. Um, and was playing professionally for a couple years. I don't know how many years. Like I said, I don't have all the details. Uh, but got released from whatever team he was playing for. Was sitting around watching football. And his wife just told him one day, just said, hey, you could do that. And so he started kicking the football around one day and just kept kicking and kept kicking. And finally got it, made it to the, uh, was it? USFL or was it yes. XFL? Was it USFL? Yes. Do you know what team he played for? Uh, I have zero clue. Played like one year with them, and then got picked up by Dallas, and he's been uh, tearing it up, man. He's he's got a freaking boot on him. He doesn't even have a photo on his uh, on the app. That's how new he is. <laughs> so yeah. 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 He's got okay. So here's his stats. He's got. 10 points, 18 points, 11 points, and 12 points. He's got four, 51. nine extra points. He's uh, five. He's missed one extra point. He's, so he could be nine of 10. He's 13 out of. He's 13 for 13 on field. Yeah. About to say, he's nine of 10 for extra points. He missed his very first one ever. And then has been locked down since then. Nice. So, yeah. Awesome story, man. He went from. I forget they set a salary for soccer. Like he was like minor league soccer. It was like twenty something thousand, and now he's making like league minimum, which is like three four hundred thousand or something like that. Crazy. So good on him. Good for him. That's awesome. Dude's probably gonna have a long career if he keeps up what he's doing. Yeah. After today, if you go off the updated game so far today on the defenses, Dallas is at seventy five points. Okay. They scored 26 today, 35-16, negative two, and then 26 today. Nice. And Steelers have not fared too well. They had a 32-point game earlier in the season. But yeah. they put up a you know negative six today, so they've gone 30, yeah. 26, 36. Uh, so they're at 30. Yeah. And who's the other one, the Bills? Bills, yeah. Bills, 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 Bills. Which they did real good today. I think they they might have gave up twenty something, but they still had a bunch of picks and pick Sad. six. 
mm-hmm. everything Back. else. Who's got the yeah. Bills defense? Hmm. I don't know. There's one that was a 31 point game for the Bills, and that was like killed everybody who had the Bills won. Yeah. Let's see. They got 7, 11, 18, 31, 49, and 8 today. So what's that? 57? Your math better than mine. Sure. <laughs> Let's see. 31. That's the total down there, shouldn't it? Yeah. 57, oh, yeah. 50, 57 yeah. points. Well, a 31-point game helps. Yep. Sure do. So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, uh, biggest surprises. What, who's, who's your biggest surprises? Because I got, I got Puka Nakua for the Rams. Yeah. Been the biggest surprise. The rookie has scored 64.2 uh, fantasy points. First four career games ever. He receptions, he's first with 39. Receiving yards at 501. And he's first with the tied for first with 100 yard games at three out of four games. Oh my. I mean, that's 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 uh Belichick finds right there. Yeah. So I can't remember where he came from, like Utah or something. I can't remember where he came out of. Yeah. Um, but he went lower in the draft and they got a steal. And I don't know if it's gonna maintain it with uh Cooper coming back or not. I don't know. It's going to be two guys of the same stature. Good luck for defenses. That's all I guess. Yeah. They're going to be a throw. They're going to be a Texas Tech <laughs> offense down there. So, yeah, I went to Washington 2019-20, and then he went to uh, BYU 21-22. Okay. He was drafted fifth round, 177th pick. Good grief. Got That's the most okay. receptions in a game by a rookie wide receiver with 15. I mean, 20, 21.9, 30.1, yeah, 12.2, yeah. 31.3. He, he had the walk-off <laughs> touchdown today, um, OT. Yep. And he so. catches everything thrown mm-hmm. at him. It's just like a cut, man. This is the exact same. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's wild. It's good for him, man. I got to say, uh, I, I got two kind of surprises. Devon and Sean, A-Chain, however you want to say. He said it's a Sean. But I like A-Chain better. That's, that sounds mm-hmm. cool. And then Kyron Williams from the Rams. Dude, he's been tearing it up. You know, I uh, I went and I picked him up earlier in the year. I told Dad, he was thinking of two. I was like, well, you get the other ones. I've already got dibs on Kyron, so get out yeah. of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, he's but been tearing it up. I think probably, I, I would say two of my biggest disappointments, though. Uh, minus the day, Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. You know, he finally put up a 27.9 point game, but he's been 9 1, 9 9, and 11. Yeah, after previously being the best back last year. Yeah. I was, I was like, I better not have wasted a first round pick on this Joker. Uh, I, think I, took, I think I took Eckler and then him, but, you know, Eckler's yeah. been hurt after a, a stellar start. Yeah, and then I picked up Kelly to back up Eckler, and he's uh-huh. been due to paper. Yeah. And then my other one was Trevor Lawrence. Mm. I thought he was going to have a big year. Man, with the weapons that he has, what is going on? I don't know. You got Ridley. You got your speedster. You know, you got the end out of the backfield. You've got Christian Kirk. You've got all these guys. I mean, fantasy points-wise, he's 17, 9, 14, and 16. But, I mean, with that, you should be like – Touching 20 every every game. 
I, I mean, I would say mid twenties almost easy. Yeah, he's thrown That's four like, touchdowns. Yeah, two interceptions and one fumble. He's never yeah. had a three hundred yard game. Closest yeah. he's got was two seventy nine against Houston. Yeah, but he's got Buffalo coming up. Good team. Uh, I don't know about Indiana, New Orleans didn't look good today. Uh, Pittsburgh defense is going to come after him, so that'll be a test. Mm-hmm. And then after a bye week, he's got San Francisco coming right at him. So that's going to be a tough <laughs> two weeks. At least he's got a bye in between there. Um, yeah. I'd say my bust would be Burrow. He's oh. sitting at 26.72 fantasy points. Uh, he's ranked 30 out of 32 uh, quarterbacks. He's one and three. Two TDs, two interceptions, and one fumble with that wide receiver core. Chase, Boyd, Higgins. Higby, Tyler Higby. No, no, that's the Rams. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, still, just that that wide receiver core should be where you have a lot more touchdowns than that. I don't know if it's his offensive line or what. Well, remember he had that calf injury. Yeah, that I think that's playing playing into it, and I know Jamar Chase is getting very pretty disgruntled. He goes, "I'm always open. I'm always expletive open." Yeah, Irv Smith Jr. is their tight end. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you got Boyd, you got Higgins, you got Jamar Chase. Shoot, you got Joe Mix in the background. You can dump off to him, but, yeah, it's a guy gets paid five years, $275 million deal, and falls off the wagon, you know. There's only two people behind him. One's Bryce Young. He's sitting at last. So, well, that's because he can't see over his line. So, uh, we did, I, I remember us talking about that. Um, did we call for him to be a big bust? Um, I think we called for him to not be ready. I think we called for him to be at least wait a year, you know. Um, after, after Andy Dalton goes out and has a stellar game, yeah. So, yeah, you got. The only people behind uh, Burrow is Minshew, who's had one game. Dalton, who's had like one game. Zach Wilson, who we knew was going to be there. <laughs> and Bryce Young, who's ranked 34th, you know. Yeah. So, you got Ritter and Sam Howell ranked above Burrow. You know, Richardson, who's a rookie, ranked above him. You know, like that's just, just wild. I'll tell you, it's kind of surprising, too, is uh, Stroud's been showing out a little bit, I guess, just with just being able to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I know he hadn't been perfect, but they've been scoring a lot of points. But yeah, uh, we'll see if Burrow can turn around. I know it's dang near impossible to turn around um, one and three. You know, they said 0-2 <laughs> and, and was like a 90% chance you ain't going to make playoffs. Nope. So, you never know. Crazy things happen. Um you never know. I don't know what their division looks like or anything. I think they're in there with the Lions, aren't they? No. Lions are... They're in the AFC North. North. Lions are NFC. I thought. Are they? Are they? I can't ever keep those together. I don't know. I mean, it's... Let's see. AFC North is Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals. Hmm. 
Ravens yeah, yeah, Ravens are three and one, Steelers are two and two, Browns two and two, and Bengals are one and three. They've scored a whopping forty nine points. Good. Brown Browns is Browns is seventy six, Steelers is sixty two, and Ravens are ninety nine. So I see the Ravens coming out of there. Steelers have allowed a hundred points and scored sixty two points in their two and two. Huh. Tell you what, Dallas has scored one hundred and twenty four of them, and only what twenty one has come from the offense. <laughs> wow. That's wild. They sound like the they sound like the last three years Patriots where their defense was scoring like two touchdowns a game. Oh man. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. All right. So with all with all the new information, we're gonna switch from fantasy to uh updated Super Bowl prediction. Um AFC, your top ranked teams, you got Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, and Chiefs. Uh NFC, you got Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, and 49ers. That's your top teams in each division. Um, or shared division, just top teams in the conferences, whatever. Um, who are you liking after today? Who am I liking? The Buffalo Bills. Mm. I think if you can go out there and put your big boy pants on and do what they did against Miami, who's been doing what they're doing against the league. Yeah. I think that, that says something. I feel like they've been on the edge for a while. And if they can get Allen to quit trying to be Superman and just yeah. do his job, I think they'll be a lot better when he starts trying to run and jump over people and do way too much, which he's athletic enough to do it. But it's just like it just doesn't fly in the NFL for that long. you know. And, and it's just like, man, if you just sit back and like 30, just do what you need to do. Let the system work. You're going to be winning some games. So, I would rank it Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs. Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of at a cross. I mean, I think Dolphins got the amazing offense, but I just don't know if they have the defense to win an AFC championship. Um, Ravens are always right there. It just doesn't seem like they're that high power, though. They're always right there on the verge. Um, I think it'll be a Bills-Chiefs. And for some reason, I just feel like the Chiefs are just going to get better and better as the year goes. Um, so I, I still got the Chiefs winning the AFC. And um, so with the NFC, you got Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, and 49ers, top four. Uh, who do you like out of them? Man, right now, I think Detroit can play with anybody. I, I like Detroit. I like Detroit. I'm not uh, saying they're going to win it, but I, I like them. If I had to go in order, I'd say – Niners, Dallas, Detroit, Philly. I like that. I like that. I know Eagles are undefeated, and they're like, we just, you know, we had some good years. But Eagles kind of feel like a, a, a Georgia, you know, where they're like, they're good, and you're just kind of waiting for them to, you know, slip up. I don't know. You know let's see. They beat a bad Patriots team by five. Mm-hmm. They beat a bad Vikings team by six. Yeah. They, uh, you know, they just won an overtime against Washington. Baker Mayfield doo doo they so they beat the Bucks by fourteen. Yeah. And, and then, then you know, the commanders they let their foot off the gas pedal and let the Eagles back in it. So it's yeah. uh Yeah, I feel like they're teetering there just 
one of those. Uh, hopefully they don't play up to their competition, but it kind of seems like it with the way they've been playing. And then when you get to play a Cowboys in your division, you know, I don't know who's going to show up, the Arizona Cowboys or the <laughs> the Jets yeah. Cowboys, you know. <laughs> Yeah, which I'll give I'll give the Cowboys a very minor reprieve after coming off losing your top cornerback. Yeah, that's tough, man. And, I hate and that. And trying point. to game plan, to, you know, that happens on a Friday, and trying to game plan on a Saturday for it. I mean, it, it throws a wrench in things. Yeah, but I'm at sure. the same time, you're all professionals. You should be able to deal with it. You should get on with it. And next go guy up. Proof. Yeah, next guy up. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure Ravens changed or not Ravens Cardinals changed their game plan through to that new corner every yeah. time <laughs> so yeah 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 i i like i like 49ers coming out of there um oh, yeah i think and i think dog. next next sunday's game of dallas and san francisco will show you who's real and who isn't yeah yeah it might be a, a preview of the uh, nfc championship yep so um I think it's going to be a dogfight between Eagles and Cowboys who wins that division, and it's going to be a fight between Bills Dolphins who wins that division. And um, I think whoever wins that division divisions are going to go play, you know, one play the Chiefs, one play the 49ers, and I see Chiefs 49ers. And I just feel like 49ers got it, man. They got it all put together. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking if, they're going to be Super Bowl champs. If the 49ers had a quarterback on their roster last year, they would have beat the Eagles. Yeah. If Purdy was healthy, I bet you they would have won. It might have been close, but I think they would have won. Oh, they were marching the ball until he tore his UCL. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think that was the better option between Lance and Garoppolo was, was Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't he Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah, last pick in the draft. His first time ever that Mr. Irrelevant played the first pick of the draft when he played uh, Stafford, I think it was. And, and now he is Mr. Relevant. Yes. He had stupid numbers today, I think. I mean, it makes it easy yeah. when you run the ball at will. Well, it but, helps when you have McCaffrey in the backfield, too. Yeah. Let's see. I, I heard it on the radio. 20 of 21 for 283 and a touchdown. Mm. I don't care who you are. If you're running 20 of 21 for 283. Yeah. Hats off to you, young man. For, former Iowa State Cyclone? Yeah, Cyclone. Him and Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think of the Iowa State, and you're like, oh, yeah, they, they're middle of the pack, Big 12, and then you name those two guys, and you're like, wait, they were on their team? Like, yeah. They they upset OU, I think, a couple times. Uh-huh. That team did at least once. But they were always yeah, but, tough. You know, he threw for a touchdown, and let's give it to him. He had two carries for no yards and a touchdown. Yeah. You know, Took another was, one from McCaffrey. I was pissed. I was like, give it to him. Right? And give, him give him his fifth one. Right? I need, so, so, I need so good on points. him. Yeah. He got the old Jalen Hurts touchdown, the old tush push. I think four or five Jalen Hurts' rushing touchdowns have been the tush push. So, well, when you have what about a thousand pounds of man on the line, and then you got another six hundred behind you mm-hmm. pushing you in the back. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's kind of impossible to break, but good for them. They found a way to score. So, which I which I thought the NFL is exploring on doing away with pushing from behind like that yeah i mean that would be out of every huddle then because they i've seen it to where the player gets stopped and then the lineman come down and push him again you know like mid-play yep. so yeah curious how that's gonna work i'm sure they'll find a way to ban it or something 
I mean, I, I can see it in today's age of softness and wanting to alleviate injuries. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, it's football. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. But, you know, we, we live in a very soft society now, so it's um, definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I can see them probably banning it in the next year or two. But, so who was your prediction? Who was your final Super Bowl? Final two and Bowl. Who was uh, your two and then your final one? I'm going to say, uh, man. Oh, I, re- I really want to say Detroit and 49ers in an NFC championship. Yeah. I can't be a Dallas homer, not with that, what you got at quarterback. Um, then I'm going to say Buffalo, KC, and the ASC championship, and I got Niners and Bills going at it. Who you got winning out of that? You can say the same. It won't hurt my feelings. You can say the same thing. Did you have Niners? I had Niners, yeah. I'll go opposite. Okay. I just I, after what I saw today from the Bills and Josh Allen playing how he did in a big game, and how that defense played in a big game of that caliber, mm-hmm. I can see it. I, I can see it happen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but if you have a healthy McCaffrey and you have a healthy Brock Purdy, it could be a different story. But I'm I'm gonna stick with the Bills. Yeah. All right. You got Bills, I got 49ers. We'll come back to that at the end of the year. And Like I said, neither one of us wrong. We'll both pick whoever the winner was. We said it five weeks ago, and no one's going <laughs> to no remember. So it'll be fine. We're both going to be winners at the end of the year. <laughs> the Jets are on the board. It's 17-5. to 5. Oh, shoot. I better go watch it. It might be a comeback now. Um, <laughs> we got a couple more topics before we wrap it up. Uh, we'll go to kind of some sad news recently um, in the MLB uh, with the passing of Tim Wakefield. Uh, rest in peace and praying for his family and friends. He had a brain tumor or brain cancer. Brain cancer. Uh, brain he, cancer. That had to have been pretty fast, wasn't it? I think so. Uh, you know, I hadn't heard anything about it. I think they said the family kind of kept it hush hush. They didn't want to be bothered. Um, you know, I didn't even know still, he was sick. Yeah. I, man, that, that's just uh, 57 years old. What a legend, though. I mean, I yeah. mean, I know the knuckleball's dying in the sport, but he was one of those that just maintained, man. It came around, and he's always going to be a legend known for that. I th- did he win it with Boston? In uh, two-time World Series. Yeah. Uh, one-time All-Star. 200 mm-hmm. wins, 180 losses with a career 4-4-1 ERA. Wow. You know, played, good played with two different teams. Played with Pittsburgh from 92 to 93. And then 95 all the way to 2011. He was with Boston Red Sox. Wow. <laughs> Have you seen some of his knuckleballs? Like, you can read the scene, or you can read the MLB logo on there. Like, that's filthy. RPMs of zero. Yeah. If if all the people listening, if you never hit off a knuckleballer, it's miserable. I hate it. It's, it's terrible. Always hated. It. It's just you never knew where it was going to be. It's going to be a long game because it's going to be 3-2 count every <laughs> every time. I, I don't know, you know, after catching one, I don't know which one's more miserable. Trying to be a catcher or trying to hit it. Yeah. I At least if it's, if it's high, let it fly. If it's low, let it go. I mean, but. Do you have a different glove that you use for knuckleballers? A I was too one? stubborn for that. I didn't want that one of my catcher's mitt. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people do. They used to wear that old that kind of fast pitch catcher's mitt. 
a big pan just sitting there, like a big old yep. fly catcher back there. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, uh, that's tough, man. Especially, what, 57, you said? 57. Man, that's a player I always remember just because you see that knuckleballer and you just think Tim Wakefield, man. Yep. He's a legend for it. Um, also, we'll... passing of Brooks Robinson. Yep. Um, I think he awesome. had his stats. Long time, whole career, Baltimore Oriole. Good for him. That's awesome. 1955 to 1977. Yeah. 10,654 bats, 2,848 hits, 268 home runs with a batting average of 267. Good on him, man. I think uh, 86 years old. Yeah. He was, he was a Hall of Famer, right? He was, uh, or he's already inducted? Yes. All right. So I thought. Yes, he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. One of the best third basemen to ever play the game. Yeah. And so, yeah, bad news for MLB world, man, just losing two guys like that back to back. Um, I know Robinson was like maybe a month ago, last month, and then Tim Wakefield was just yesterday or a few days ago. Yeah. It was, uh, I just saw it today. So, I like I said, I didn't even know he was sick. I didn't even know he was. Yeah, I didn't know he retired. Like what, eight, 20, ten years ago? Or, or, Twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. So I mean, man, it's wild. You never know. Age fifty-seven. So. Yep. Like I said, praying for them and the family, and I know it's a tough time. But more MLB news. Uh, we're going to get into uh, playoff push. Uh, we got the playoff set, actually. It was a wild few weeks there, week and a half for everybody in the AL West. Um, <laughs> American League standings right now, you got Baltimore, Houston, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Rangers, and Toronto, top six. Uh, National League, you got Braves, Dodgers, Brewers, Phillies, Marlins, and Diamondbacks. So... Yeah, I know it was a wild one. Rangers had to, what'd you say? Rangers had to win two out of four. Yeah, they had, they finished with a four game series in Seattle. You know, if they would have won two of them, they would have won the division, but instead they won one. They tied with the Astros on the division, but since their second half slump, in which they completely pooped the bed, you know, they, they ended up with a wild card. Yeah, you look at a, Second team or second rank to a fifth rank, and you got the same record. That sucks, man. You got to play a wild card when you can be sitting there pretty at at, at a two seed. Um, and it sucks. It sucks seeing the Minnesota Twins there at eighty-seven and seventy-five. You know where they win their division, but they get to sneak in at a three seed. Yep. You know that just goes to show the importance of a good bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Rangers really struggle lately with their bullpens and. Giving up losses, man. You just have one or two of those back, and you're sitting there at a two seed. Um, but I know it was a good fight between Astros, Mariners, and and Rangers, and it was a fun week to watch. Um, they got those schedules like a year in advance, though. But how how do they always get it to like the last two teams? Like it seems like the two teams that need to win, and they always seem to be playing each other <laughs> right at the end. I always feel like they switch the schedule. It seems like it. Right, it always feels like it does. It's like one, you know, which team's gonna have the easiest first half schedule? Which team's gonna have the hardest second half? It's like it's like these two teams come down to the last playoff spot and they're playing each other in the final four series. You know, yep. 
like how did they schedule that like they schedule the year in advance it's uh, it seems like they switch it it's like oh these teams are playing for a, a spot they gotta play each other now you know that's what it seems like but yeah makes I mean, a good, good baseball yeah good for baltimore orioles uh who was their coach again Get oh, his name, their manager. Um, Great question. But they were talking about him saying, "Man, you usually you don't have guys that make it through the rebuild year and get to see the the fruits of their labor." Yeah. Um, and he's Brandon Pye. Yeah. So they're saying one hundred one wins. You know, I remember the Orioles back just two or three years ago. They're losing one hundred one games. You know. What were and they? Fifty nine and one hundred three or something like that last year. Yeah, that was just last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and the adding of, uh, what's his name, the Oregon State guy, Rush, 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 uh, Adley Rushman. Rushman, yeah, has been a bit huge. And then their farm system is just stacked. Um, they got like four or five studs still coming up that aren't even on the roster. Just imagine next year what they're going to be like oh, yeah. uh, with uh, Holiday. I hope, they, I hope they let him mature more in minor leagues and don't rush him up there. Yeah, I, I would – I would hate to see him get rushed up there, end up for some reason struggling, failing, and just completely losing a career out of it. Yeah, and turn into a Billy Bean or something. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I think he seems like a level-headed young man. I don't know him, never met him. But, you know, the way he advanced from, what, A ball to AAA and had a yeah. heck of a season, you know, I applaud you, young man. Yeah. And uh, I hope he has a long career, but I just don't want to see him rushed. I think those kids that their dads played in the major league, they kind of already are raised with the mindset of a major leaguer. Yeah. And they're used to the locker room feel and everything, so they kind of got a, a advantage of 10 steps ahead of where if a kid's never been around it or whatnot. So I think he's already 10 steps ahead before he got into the system, knowing what to do, how to handle himself, this and that. So. Like you said, hopefully he has a long season. Oklahoma boy rooting for him. Um, so, so out of those six, though, who are you liking to advance to the World Series? Who am I liking? Man. I think the Rangers played the Rays and the Orioles pretty tough this year. So yeah. I think if they get by this these first two rounds, I think it'd be a lot of fun. You know, I, I think statistically, minus the bullpen, Rangers could have easily been a 105-win team. Yeah. You Why didn't that? they go after somebody for the um, – <laughs> Good question. That, I mean, they went after Scherzer. It was like, okay, great, good for him. He hadn't pitched in a month now. Um, I think Jacob DeGrom's still healthy. It's a different story. Yeah. Uh, uh, Uvalde stays healthy all year, you know. Um, Gray stays healthy all year. It's a whole different story. I think then you're able to go after you know, the, the bullpen guys, which I don't know why they didn't. you got to go after one or two. got to do something. I'm sorry, but yeah. Araldis Chapman, the Cuban Missile, isn't your answer. Yeah. They had some ridiculously high ERA in clutch situations mm-hmm. versus non-clutch situations where it was just like a point. Seven five or whatever. I'm exaggerating that, but it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I know at one point during their losing streak, they were at that point in the year, they had 50 save opportunities, 25 blown, 25 completed. Oh, that's not good. No. And and that's not counting the games they lost from the seventh inning on. That's yeah. just save opportunities. So, I mean, you easily you could take probably 15 of those 
and I think you can change it if you have a solid back end guy and a solid bullpen. That's a yeah. there's 105 wins right there. You just win one of those and you're sitting at the two seed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You just win one of those 25, and yeah. you're on a two seed. So, but I, I don't like playing Minnesota the first round. Thank God we don't have to. You know, Minnesota owned the Rangers. Um, I think the 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 silver boot the the boot series will um kind of you know Rangers owned Astros in the first half, but second half it was different. Yeah, Astros had a momentum in that one. So, realistically, I can see trying to look at the uh, expanded. So, so Tampa Bay, Texas, and Baltimore on one side, right? Yeah. And it's it's Rangers, Rays, Marlins. No, that's NL. Sorry. Um, Rangers, Rays, Blue Jays, Twins. And then on the NL side, you got Diamondbacks, Brewers, Marlins, Phillies. Okay. I, I can see Rangers getting past Tampa. Yeah. I can see that. Um, then it'll be a dogfight in Baltimore. Uh, yeah. Man, I'm going to go Baltimore. Goes to the World Series. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet to see. Um, and I, I'm taking Atlanta winning it all. Yeah, I, I I hope they're not one of those teams that is the best all year and then just flub it up in the playoffs, man. Yeah. Um, I'm really rooting for Atlanta. I think it's gonna be Atlanta Dodgers. It's been that way for the last three out of five years in the NL championship. Um, and I, I'd like to see the Orioles there. You know, it's Orioles and then. Whoever's going to want it more, usually you got your, you know, just same old, same old. It seems like the Astros are always right there. Yeah. I hate to say it, um, but it seems like they're always right there. So Houston uh, and Twins and Blue Jays? Yeah. Or on the other side? Yeah, you got, um, you got Houston, Minnesota, Tampa, Rangers, Blue Jays. And I don't have the schedule of who plays who. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be Toronto and Twins play each other. The winner of that will go to the Disastros. Yeah. And then uh, Rangers-Tampa, the winner of that goes to the Orioles. Gotcha. I wish I could see the Rangers and Orioles play in the AL Championship. Yeah. I would love that. That would be one heck of a battle just by how those teams play each other. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the Twins, playing Twin. the Twins and Orioles in the ALCS. Okay, I'll go I'll go Houston Orioles and then Braves Dodgers. Yeah, you can't get around that one. That's yeah, and then uh, I think it. Uh, I don't want to see a Braves Astros because I just can't stand Astros. So I'll go Braves Orioles. Braves winning. And I, I think the one team that stacks up the best against the Braves are the Brewers. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, the the Brewers have the pitching staff that if they're all clicking, watch out. I mean, we've seen how good that staff can be. Yeah, I think it's a good attest to show how good the Braves actually are. With three of the six teams are in the NL East or in their division. Yeah, Phillies and Marlins are in their division, and they're still at 104 wins. You know, 
Phillies were 90 and 72 and Marlins were 84 and 77. I mean, after, after that abysmal start that Philly had. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see Philly making a run. Brewers making a run. Uh, Diamondbacks, I think, were just a good, still good story during the year. They'll be back next year. Um, it'll be your Phillies, Brewers probably playing Braves, Dodgers, and then Braves, Dodgers, and then Braves going all the way. So yep. I hope. I'm a big Braves fan, so I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see it. I know Swanson was miserable over there with the Cubs after they blew two or three <laughs> wins they should have had to make playoffs. I bet he was regretting leaving, but hey, he had to do what he had to do. Um, but yeah, I, I hate saying it. Money talks, which it does, but good on him. Good on yeah, him. Yeah, good on him. But at the same time, you know you're in a spot where you're going to succeed. Win championships, man. Win yeah. championships. That's what's going to come down to at the end of your. You're going to be. Running around looking for the best team, you wouldn't care about money when your last five years. So, yeah. So yeah, um, we got one more thing: golf. And then, if you want to do your feel good, we can. Uh, the Ryder Cup just finished up today. Uh, Europe versus the United States. Um, they kind of do like a match play between players. They pick their own players. They have a roster. You know, captains pick their teams. This and that. Um, it seemed like it got pretty hype this year. Um, I think USA is like or Europe's undefeated on their own soil for like the last however many years. Uh, so USA knew they were in an uphill battle going over there. Um, came down to the last day match play. Um, USA had to win every match <laughs> to win it. And I think they were like six out of eight or something like that oh, going into the last three holes. And you had uh, whoever's playing Ricky Fowler uh, chipped it and was like, two feet, eight inches away from the hole, and Ricky had, like, a four-foot putt. If Ricky Ricky made his and the other guy made his, the other guy would have won the hole and it would have won the whole Ryder Cup for him. Well, Ricky goes up and just picks up his ball marker and gives him a give-me and doesn't make him putt it. And ends the Ryder Cup and gives it to Europe. And it was, I I was like, this is, like, huge. Like, you you putt it, because if Ricky misses it, he automatically wins. But if Ricky makes it, the guy's got to make the two-foot putt. Yeah, well, Ricky just picks up his ball marker, and the guy just starts celebrating. Um, if you want to see that video, it's on our TikTok, High Heat Podcast TikTok. Oh, I got the video on there. Um, but yeah, that's pretty crazy. So um, uh, they ended up winning uh, sixteen and a half to eleven and a half. Europe wow. did after all that. So I, I mean, it probably wasn't the deciding factor, but it was the one that where it was too far away that they couldn't catch up. Yeah. Um, they still needed like three three other guys to win their match, um, but once he succeeded that, they couldn't come back. It was like they were mathematically out of the equation. So, um, oh, shoot, didn't they won. Didn't Europe just dominate? Day oh one? yeah, they got obliterated. Uh, there was there was one ordeal with some guy from the U.S. didn't want to wear a USA hat because he didn't get paid to wear it or something like that. So the Europeans like. They did. They banner the hardest. They got some good banners. They were they were doing chants towards him, saying like something. Don't need no hats because you don't have a bank account or something like that. They were doing a cheer, and the whole crowd was in on it. Like <laughs> it was hilarious. It was a plus banter. So it was pretty uh, funny. They're, they're I good. was wondering what what was behind that story. So yeah. So they were singing something like hats off for for your bank account or something like that. And it, the whole crowd's got their hats off, and they're all chanting like a soccer match. Like, it was insane. Um, so it was pretty funny. 
And I was like, good on them. And the USA player for getting mad. Like there was, there was like, it was like a happy Gilmore scene. There was team, there was players yelling at the crowd. Like, are you not entertained this and that? And like, it was nuts. So it would have been a fun time to go there and watch it. But um, USA didn't pull it out for sure. But all good. There's always next year. They got to come to U.S. soil next year. Oh, yeah. So it was uh, Cantlay or whatever? Cantlay, yeah. It was like, hats off for your bank account. Hats <laughs> off for your bank account. They're all like, hats off for your bank account. They're just like going to town. It's like a crowd. Just It's not like you're in like Wembley Stadium or something, like just going off. So I thought that was pretty funny. You look in all the photos and everybody's got the USA hats, and then he's like the only one that doesn't have a hat on. At that point, you're you're playing more than just for money, man. You're you're playing for your country. Come on. If if you're on that team, you've made enough money. You know? Yeah. So I don't. I just don't. I don't know. But yeah, if you got tell you feel good, you can. If we want to save it for the next episode, whatever. Um, Let's go ahead and dive into that. Yeah. Go ahead. You got it. Feel good story out of and what was it? Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Eastern Michigan football, a Brian Dooley mm-hmm. um, knew that a fellow teammate was juggling multiple jobs and, you know, donating plasma or selling his plasma bill to pay the bills. Yeah. And, you know, and unfortunately, the football program could not get this kid, the one who was selling his plasma. Mm-hmm. Another scholarship. So this this player, Brian Dooley, came in to the coach and told him he talked over with his family if there's a way that this kid could play, that he would give him his scholarship because I guess he was a senior. Yeah. He was going out that year, and he said this, this other player has deserved it. That's awesome. And that is just, you know, in a time – like we are in now where there's a lot of selfishness that is probably one of the most selfless acts that you could do for a team. That's a true leader, you mm-hmm. know, a, a true all American kid in my book, <clears throat> you know, um, call NCAA allows teams to provide 85 scholarships each year and they've given them all out. Creighton asked for an 86, but the NCAA said no. And then, per the coach, until Brian Dooley comes into my office, coach, that guy has earned it. And I've talked this over with my family. If there's a way to make this happen, I'm willing to give up my scholarship as a gift to Zach Conti. And the That's coach awesome. went on. is like, I've never heard. I've never seen anything like that before, ever. That's awesome. So, you know, hats off to that young man. Raised right, living right. You know, and just the way he loves his teammates, you know, obviously he loves his family and his school and he would go above and beyond to help a kid like that. You know, he was donating plasma to pay his way through his school, which usually pays 50 to a hundred dollars a session. So just imagine yeah. how much he was having to donate. Yeah. I've done that before. You get, you can, you can only donate like once every like three days or something, you get like 50 bucks. So he had to been in there like every, and then, when you're there, it takes like two hours to go through the whole process to sit yeah. in there and, you know, get it all and everything. So he's putting some time in to get that. And that's just mm-hmm. just make ends meet. And um, 
but kudos on both of them for one not giving up and working hard and instead of saying poor me poor me he's out there doing whatever it takes to make this to, to pay for schooling and then the other kid to show that he was in more of a fortunate position to be able to give that up and just to sacrifice that because i mean college tuition ain't getting any cheaper it's no quadrupled in the last 10 years or it's just skyrocketing um which is absurd and insane they need to put a uh, cap on that or have something to do with that where they can't keep charging outrageous numbers um, right they just know people are going to get loans and then pay them off so they charge it but and, uh, that's a different story uh not duly, to take away from yeah exactly i mean I, I agree with you wholeheartedly these private universities you know it's 100 plus grand a, a, a year yeah but it, it went on to say, Dooley said Conti earned the scholarship and explained his motivation for helping his teammate. I did it because I've seen Conti grow over the years. Seeing him walk away from something that he loves did not sit well with me. He said he works hard and gets extra work with me all the time. In my eyes, he earned 100%. Giving up my scholarship so he can stay and play means everything. I'm proud of what he has become and cannot wait to see what he does on that field. That's awesome. That, that brings me to my other point is instead of doing the NIL deals, just give everybody free rides. Yeah, might as well. Give everybody on the roster a free ride. To, to me, a scholarship is payment to be in school. Yeah, you're getting pay, school paid for, especially if you're out of state. Wave every out of state, everything, you know, just everybody gets a, a scholarship, you know. Yep. If you're good enough to make the team, you get a scholarship. Yep. So, I mean, that's another way to avoid that instead of saying, oh, no, we can't give you an 86 one. That's too much. We give you 85, but we can't give you an 86 one. That's where we draw the line is 86. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, good for him. Uh, I hope more kids inspire to be that way. Um, like he said, selfless. And um, I think success isn't going to follow that kid around everywhere he goes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and that's the type of person that you would love to build a business around, a, a team around in general, you know, just the, the selflessness and the caring attitude that he has. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good note to end on, man. Appreciate Absolutely. you bringing us that good, feel-good story. And glad we're getting back in the swing of things. Season two episode coming in. You know, we're going to get this downloaded and put up there. So welcome to year two of High Heat Podcast, man. I'm pumped and excited for newer, bigger, better, more people coming on. Oh, no controversy to throw at people. <laughs> absolutely. And like I said, I've talked to, to Mr. Jeff Fry, you know, a long time ball player mm-hmm. um you know interested to see what he has to say about you know the the game and how it's going nowadays and and everything else uh, of that nature so look for kind of a baseball heavy episode and we'll, we'll go from there if you guys don't know who jeff fry is i uh encourage you to go look up some content of him and his stats and everything and um before next episode and that way you know who's on the other on the other line talking so it's gonna be a good episode i'm excited absolutely all right brother well good talking to you that wraps up our first episode of season two episode 12 heck yeah like always it's been real and it's been fun oh yeah be safe at work man it's it's you too too, man it's getting fire season with the cold coming around so (laughs) be safe out there